Hey everyone, I'm Jonathan Grzbowski, and this is a Blind Entrepreneurship bonus episode sponsored by Penji, a podcast that helps entrepreneurs and business professionals execute their vision to profitability. This week's episode is all about Penji's one year. That's right, Penji is officially one year old. We survived and thrived against all odds. This year, we grew from a team of four to 35 people. We've endured some of the darkest days and loneliest nights to be here. Today isn't just a day where we celebrate the company's success. Today, we celebrate one another. On today's episode, I'd like to share some of the things that we learned throughout the course of our one year. But before we get into all that, we have to explain how we got here in the first place and provide some context. As a quick backstory, I'd like to give a little bit of background behind my story in itself and a brief history about my co-founder. At the age of 23, I quit my comfortable job at Apple. I was making good money, but obviously hated where my life was going. I was working an unfulfilling 9-to-5 job, and every day I went into work, I wanted it to end before it even started. Directly after I quit my job, I started a digital marketing agency that specialized in development and designing digital assets for large organizations and brands. We did everything from developing, which is, in better words, coding, uh, coding websites and apps, to SEO, to online advertising. It's safe to say that we were a jack-of-all-trades and an absolute master of none. When I started the digital marketing agency, I had zero background in graphic design. On paper, I was the least qualified person on the planet to run a digital marketing agency where the sole purpose is to help others feel more comfortable with their graphic designs. I needed to create a team, and I needed to create a team fast. I went on popular freelance websites, tried to hire students, and even considered outsourcing our design. Unfortunately, none of these options were the right fit. So I did the most logical thing, which was I did all the designs myself. Throughout the course of several years, our business grew, and I would say that it grew moderately. But we lacked a key component to our business, which was communication. We didn't know how to communicate with one another, nor did we know how to communicate with our clients. We originally used primitive ways to communicate with our clients. We used things like email and even other SaaS tools, but none of these were, again, they still didn't fit. And if you know anything about design and design revisions, you can expect how long the email chains were when you were emailing the client back and forth. Again, you guys know exactly who I'm, what I'm talking about if you're in the industry. We eventually created this tool for ourselves to communicate with our own, within our own company, something that was specific to us and our needs. Over time, that tool became what Penji is today. My co-founder, Kai, is a serial, entre- a serial entrepreneur. We went to high school together, but never really were friends. Kai started an online publication called Owner's Magazine. Owner's Magazine is a digital publication that shares, that shares the stories of business and entrepreneurship in underserved communities across the nation. He also started the first ever co-working facility in Camden called Waterfront Lab, and most importantly, created an economic development organization called Waterfront Ventures, an organization that I have the honor to being a board member of. Waterfront Ventures' mission is to bring 100-plus tech companies in the city of Camden as part of an initiative to transform Camden into the tech hub on the East Coast along with Philadelphia. As quoted on the website, 
We're a group of people who wants to make a Camden a better place. Each of our member have ties and connections to Camden and have their own reason for joining Waterfront Ventures. At our core, we believe that a thriving city is filled with fun, innovation, and connections. It's a city that you and I want to live in. It's a city that we'd want our children to grow up in. And it's a city that's been a dream for many residents in Camden for decades. So if you're still wondering how the heck did a gentleman that is filled with philanthropy and a serial entrepreneur that's created uh, marketing businesses, how did they come together? Well, we moved our businesses into the city of Camden in 2015. After the largest tech event in Camden's history, Camden Catalyst back in October 20th, 2018, Kai and I were asked a couple questions about the future of Camden and our involvement to the future of job creation for our city. The very next day, we decided to launch that tool we created into a business that challenges the foundation of how we all think about graphic design by offering unlimited graphic design at one flat monthly rate, all while hiring inner city youth, residents, and students in the city of Camden. Here's my personal reflection of our first year at Penji. My goal in writing this is to help future startups with the core fundamentals they need in order to succeed. And as if you haven't told already, or as if that you couldn't tell, and I'm even stumbling while I'm reading off a script, I am reading off a script, and it's just a better way for me to logically prepare and talk to you, the audience, because I think everything that we accomplished this year has been amazing, and I think it's unprecedented in what we've been able to do. So I think the details that and what that I'm going to highlight is going to help you profit, make your business hopefully more profitable, and allow you to execute your vision. Number one is find your story. I personally believe a lot of startups don't focus on this enough. And when they do, it feels rushed. If you're having an issue finding your story, think about the development and creation of your business. Why was it started? What are the backgrounds of the founders? And what are your goals? Once you write all these down, you might be able to get a general idea of what you could piecemeal together to form your story. It doesn't have to be sexy. It just has to be you. Our story of Canvan and all the things we want to do for our city is us. It's real, it's raw, it's who we are. Number two is find a good team. As mentioned in the beginning, we started as a team of four people, and to date we have a team of 35. We are incredibly grateful for each and every person that risked their livelihood to work for a startup. And if you want to learn more about what it's like to work for a startup, you can listen to the podcast episode released on the 23rd of October, or just check it out in the show notes and you'll be able to get an inside scoop where I personally interviewed the leaders, the women leaders of Penji. And it is the most real and honest conversation and there's no better way to get a better understanding of what it's like to work for a startup than to listen to that episode. So go ahead and check it out in the show notes. Number three is show appreciation. Something I, that I love about our team is the culture that we stumbled upon. We are an extremely tight-knit family. I, I personally believe that's a huge reason for our success is to how close we actually are. The respect that we all have in the office and how we communicate with one another is a sense of energy that is extremely difficult to pinpoint, but when you're in the room, you can feel it. 
And before we add an before we add an additional team member on our team, we always ask the same two questions. What are your dreams and goals? And how can we help you achieve your dream? The answers to these questions are the foundation to our relationship with that person. We promote entrepreneurship and are completely comfortable with that person saying that they want to be here for the sole purpose to learn from us. We are also completely okay with them coming up to us and saying the opposite, which is that they want to have a career and grow within our organization. Either are acceptable answers, but the core takeaway we want them to have is for them to know that we genuinely care and we want them to to succeed. Number four is build a company culture. It's hard to build a company culture when you're first starting out. You can invest all the money you want into building the proper company culture, but I challenge those who may be struggling with this. Take a step back and look around you. What do you value? What does your existing team love to do? And what do they constantly talk about? For us at Penji, we primarily talk about food, YouTube drama, anime, music, cultural and political events, and more. It's hard to make a culture out of those things, but we also care about one another, our personal and professional lives, and they all have this undying support for one another. Regardless of your company size, do what works for you and make it your own. The next is invest in quality relationships. Friends in entrepreneurship are ridiculously hard to come by. In a digital world such as the one that we live in today, we are constantly inundated with distractions and notifications from social media. The way we grew Penji and the success of our company stems from the relationships we've built over the past five years of being a serial entrepreneur. We've gone to events. We threw events ourselves. I've personally interviewed over 200 people on a podcast and spent thousands of dollars on lunch and coffee meetings. Now, I have to say that in the very beginning, when I first quit my job at 23, there was about a three-year period where I literally went to every single networking event on the planet. There wasn't a time and place that I didn't attend. And that core foundation gave us the opportunity, you know, at least gave me the opportunity to build a network where if I ever needed something or had a question to ask, I knew I, I knew who to go to. Everything you do today will come back to you somehow, some way tomorrow. Keep that in mind as you make consistent investments within your organization. The next is focus on the things that matter and move the company forward. This is by far the hardest thing that you can do for yourself and your business. This is one of those things that only you can truly commit to. Think about all the things that you do in your life and in your day in your day-to-day activities as a professional. If you believe that you are spending your time on useless things that are not moving your business forward, cut it out immediately. If the things you're doing in your business are not meant to increase your sales or build a future pipeline for your business, stop doing it. Some of those things that take up the most time are designing digital assets for yourself, spending too much time on accounting and payroll, also known as administrative work or you know, doing your taxes or even coding your product, service, or web assets. The reason why your favorite entrepreneur is successful is because the person is paid to think and make the smartest business decisions. That person is constantly trying to find ways to make the company better, looking at numbers and talking to the people that will push the business forward. 
The next is deliver on the service you promise. This is simple. You can have the coolest business and the coolest service in the world, but if your business isn't able to deliver, why be in business in the first place? You have to deliver on the promises you have made to your customers. If you say that it's going to be unlimited graphic design, it better be unlimited graphic design and it better be damn good. Because if it's not, they're going to come back to you and they were going to put you in your place. Do what you can to make sure all of your customers are happy. And if not, find out why. Don't be afraid to get on the phone and find out why. Always be curious. The next is simple in theory, but it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of patience, but it's to track everything. Don't take light of the power behind analytics. This means your website, but it also means several other things. Like for example, how, how are you receiving your customers? How many emails does it take to get a sale? How long your customers are staying for? What your customers are saying about you? how they choose you over your co- your competition or why they choose you areas of your website that convert better than others which in your pl- if if you're in our place which is like a das sas model a heat map is imperative and then the last thing are the financials per month and per year that way you have you can get a better understanding if you're growing year in and year out month in and month out and week in week out One of the next things is don't be afraid to spend money when you can. Your business is going to grow, and it's going to grow fast, hopefully, in that case. And if that's true, then your business will grow as well. Don't be reckless, but find a way to spend money as you see fit. One of the best decisions that we've made as a business is to spend more money on advertising when we probably shouldn't have. It was a costly risk, but a risk that panned out in the end. The point here is the more that you take risks in your business, the higher the probability you have in order to get something right. That constant push to uncertainty has led us to where we are today. That extra spending of money sparked a fire under our butts to make sure that we got it 100% right. Because in a month's time, you're going to spend X amount of dollars uh, and at the end of the month, you're going to have to look yourself in the mirror and say, was I wasteful? Was I worth it? And then after you're done looking at yourself in the mirror, you're going to have to go look into your team's eyes and you're going to have to tell them whether your investment was worthwhile or not. And I can tell you right now that it's one of the most hardest things to do is to look at your teammate in the eye and let them know that you failed them. That pressure personally drives me to get it right and I'm proud that we took that risk. One of the last things is rinse and repeat. And I'm going to make an analogy to the best of my ability, so bear with me, everybody. Think of your favorite fast food place. You go to that spot that you haven't been to in months. You, you order your go-to dish, and it tastes the same way, and the process is done exactly the way that you remember it. This happens too often in business. Create a process and stick to it. Do it every single day, literally every single day until you get it right. Every business has a formula and you need to find out what yours is. The last thing is to find time for yourself and do the things that make you truly happy. Last but certainly not least is your own personal development. You can't get your business right unless you're not right. You can't work 24-7. You have to take time for yourself. 
throughout the journey, do the things you love and make sure you find time for yourself. Whether you're a morning person or night person, just create the time and do the things that bring a smile to your face. And most importantly, have fun. Guys, that's it for now. That was our one year at Penji in a recap version of maybe 10, 15 minutes. I hope you enjoyed the recap. And as always, please reach out anytime if you have questions at hello at penji.co. That's P-E-N-J-I dot C-O. Or connect with us on any social media platform under at dot Penji. That's D-O-T-P-E-N-J-I. You won't want to miss next week's episode where we talk about how to stop feeling lost in business. Catch you next Thursday. And until then, go out there and execute your vision and have a great rest of your day.